Hi, welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki, and I am your intuitive life and development coach. And this is where we talk about, learn, and apply how to live your life using your first sense, which is your intuition. And that intuitive sense is the language and the knowledge that has been traveling with you lifetime to lifetime. And I figure if we put it into effect in this lifetime and we merge the first with the other five, that we will have a recipe for success. So that's what we're doing here. This week, we are going to be talking about the fact that 2019 is ending. That's not a surprise. I'm pretty sure you know that. And 2020 is coming. And that is a brand new decade. And I will be (laughs) very uh, transparent in saying that kind of got by me until a few weeks ago when I realized that we were in fact going into a new decade and what energy that brings along with it. So I'm going to be covering that as well as what are you hanging on to that you would like to release. So come on back. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for being here in 2019. I hope you'll stick around until 2020 and beyond. My intention is to continue bringing as many subjects as possible that I know of. And if I don't know, I'll go get the people that do to bring that information to you as well to keep this uh, a fun, inviting, um, everybody included space and to be able to grow because as we teach others, I feel like we grow ourselves and that's very exciting to me. And I feel like 2019 has been a little bit of a bumpy ride. It's been for many people, a year of challenges, a year of more so than others, I think. Um, There are going to be challenges in every year that we have, every year of life we have, because we have yet to learn how to be in a place of complete flow and allowing and love and still learn at the same time. As humans, we seem to like bumping our head up against the wall in order to learn something at the highest degree. So this 2019, though, the energy has been of releasing all of that, well, most of that, that is not serving us. And it doesn't always come easily to let go of what's not serving you because first you have to figure out what that is. And that clarity can take talking with other people, working with a therapist, working with a coach, best friend over coffee, things like that where you meet up against and you meet up with, you meet up against the friction, the resistance that might be within yourself. And if we're learning and growing, we're also opening up our arms and asking, how can I learn from a place of a different perspective? How can I bring my 
soul self into this and let that intelligence speak for me. So this year, although one of uh, compression, that's the feeling I get, like being squeezed and, and not in one of those good hugs that some of us give, but being squeezed to the place where you almost have to bust out of the chain um, or anything that's binding you in order to move forward. I have seen quite a few relationships that parted ways this year. Conversely, those who looked at it and said, this is a really tough time. We're going to commit what we know and we're going to continue to learn actually came through this year brilliantly. They might still have a little bit of the bruising um, from practicing vulnerability, standing their ground, or speaking what is of most importance to them. And yet the willingness to do that elevated their relationship to a new level. And that's beautiful to see too. It's not easy. You know, a lot of the times we see our relationships, I think as nowadays anyway, as the drive-through where you place your order at the window or at the microphone, you pick it up at the window and you drive off fully expecting them to have gotten it 100% correct. And that is just not feasible. We have to expand and grow argue, discuss, ex- you know, expand a little bit more, uh, get frustrated with ourselves and with others, always with the intention of releasing that's what what's not serving us and hanging on to what does. And ideally that would be the people in our lives, but there have been many family units where the relationships have separated and they don't all have to be contentious. Sometimes it's a, a, an awareness that we come to that I can love you. I can respect who you are, but I may not necessarily want to spend a lot of time with you because we just speak different languages and energetic languages, emotional languages. And I know for myself this year, I set the intention of to stop Uh, explaining myself. So to stop explaining where I was coming from or trying to make sure other people understood because most of the time they just don't. And I'm learning to be okay with that and still appreciate the people who are in my circle in um, the world and in family unit and in community. So rather than discard Um, allowing those to be present in a different manner if they're choosing to, you know, because they have free will too. They could always say, you know, bugger off, Vic. Um, We don't want to be part of your life either. And people have. Uh, Usually they just go away. They don't tell me they're leaving. But um, it's nice to get a note or something to give you a heads up, right? So what do you feel like you're holding on to? The end of a year is fantastic energy as well as around your birthday. So it doesn't have to be the calendar year. It can be around your birthday. It's a great time to release what are you holding on to. Maybe you're the one being stubborn and you're holding on to the vision of somebody decades ago and they aren't that person and you aren't allowing yourself to see you know, who they are today, Uh, releasing 
old beliefs would be a good place to start first assessing what your current ones are. Um, the holding on to things I find when I'm working with others and when I'm having a chat with myself is often because there's a fear of what's on the other side of that. If I let go of how I've been looking at a situation or if we let go of what our hurts were, we don't know what's on the other side of it. So sometimes that makes for a fearful situation because the frankly, the person isn't trusting themselves enough to say, well, I didn't know what last week was going to bring and I made it through last week. So let me see what's in this week um, and in this situation that I could believe enough in myself that I will be, I will be okay. If you are holding on to things because you need to be right about a situation, please know that you're only going to be right from your perspective. If somebody else is involved in this, they are going to feel right from their perspective. So, you know, that expression that there's three, three, um, perceptions, really, yours, mine, and the truth. Well, there's a blending of that. And sometimes we can dialogue enough to be able to see the other person's perception and not get all caught up in the being right or the, and the other person needing to be wrong. But if you're holding on to a stubbornness, one way to tell that is when you hear yourself say, well, they've always been this way, or I know what I'm going to get. Now that may be true. If you have someone in your life that is that predictable and that consistent in their personality, and you know that you're going to get the same response over and over again, and you've allowed room for there to be a different experience and it just hasn't happened, well, then that's the you needing to face the fact that they're not wrong either or broken. They're doing their process and you have to decide if it's something you want to be part of. So letting go of the stubbornness of having to be right is a good way to be able to see uh, if you haven't been open enough to consider another person's perception. Um, I think a lot of the times people are afraid to change, to shift how they look at a situation or to release old hurts because they feel like it validates whatever's happened to them. It doesn't. Um, there is never an excuse for poor behavior or abuse or the sadness or traumas that we've experienced. And I feel like it can be separated though. It can be kind of milled out and, and processed through so that there's allowing for that of which I experienced and where I am today. And I feel like in order to do that, we have to be willing to free ourselves and release ourselves from the story of victimhood, the story of that's what's happened to me, and the um, dialogue about 
uh, kind of needing to stake that claim, right? That, well, part of the reason I'm who I am today, this is going to be true. Part of the reason of who I am today is because of what I went through. Absolutely true. Of course it is. And by honoring that and respecting the fact that, yes, you did go through something, but if you're bringing it to today and you're not currently going through it, you're the one that's re-abusing yourself. And the method of freeing yourself, of allowing for that um, compassion, for that love for self, I feel is being able to admit that and then work with the therapist, work with a coach, work with someone who can help you see that, oh, I can absolutely honor myself and what I've been through. And yes, it's contributed to who I am today while also letting go of the replay the constant chatter in the head, um, and even the doubts about self and all of the incessant noise that's in the head that is keeping you from being present, is keeping you from aligning with that which you want to see in your world. The, uh, the willingness to release something does take courage because that then you're saying, I am choosing to see myself from the perspective of today. And what that means is that I want to include my soul self, my highest self, my spirit self, whatever your reference to the it is. And I am willing to listen to that because that part of you is always whole and I'm pretty darn smart. So if we just take that into consideration. And one of the things that I like to do for myself is think of this as the, you know, what's that expression? The long game. I'm playing the long game. This is not about today. It's not even necessarily about tomorrow. It's about the long haul. Do I want to look at 2019 when I'm in 2025 and see that I didn't care enough about myself to let go of the luggage that I was carrying around. And some people have a matching set from that shaving kit right up through the big one that you have to check at the airport. Um, So if you're willing to consider what it might be like down the road, looking back on this and create a space of being proud of yourself, it can help you, quote unquote, do the work today. So um, sometimes it it happens where I'm asking someone why they feel like they want to hold on to what happened in their childhood. And most of the people that I work with are over 40. And the... So we're, <laughs> we're on the other, we're further from our childhood uh, than um, we've ever been. And that perspective can be helpful too. Perhaps we've even raised children. So now we have a new view of what our parents may have gone through um, or what not knowing what to do sometimes feels like. 
So when you're, so a lot of the times what I'll see is somebody is holding on to what happened to them because it protects them from moving forward. It provides a brilliant excuse, and it does, to not claim their own greatness, to not be seen as their own individual self. And I had somebody say to me the other day, but I'm so alone. And I agreed with her. And I wasn't you know, trying to be mean about it, but I agreed with her. We're all alone. We are all doing our soul's journey alone. There are people in our periphery, hopefully. There are people in our direct connection. But when it really comes to it, we are in this experience of and with our soul by ourselves. And I think the more that you can embrace that and even appreciate it, the more dedicated you become to thinking about that long game and what is going to happen over there. You've heard me say it before that I want to get to the point where when I cross and I'm looking at my movie screen all by myself sitting in the spirit movie theater with my popcorn, um, that I'm feeling like I really did do the best I could. Of course, there's more information and more expansion possible, but I really did do the best I could. And that means being willing to look at my direction and not holding myself back because I might be afraid of succeeding. I think there's a greater fear of succeeding than there is a failure in our society. And I really want to encourage everybody to get good with that feeling of succeeding. And that could be that I live in a um, third floor walk up, right? So it's part of my workout every day to climb those stairs, usually with multiple bags of something in my hand. And um, I remember the first time I came up and I wasn't huffing and puffing. And I was like, sweet, I made it. It's that kind of acknowledgement that goes a very long way in helping us to learn how to feel like we can be good with whatever the level of success is for that moment. So are you protecting yourself from showing that you're smart, that you're um, dynamic, that you have a great analytical mind, or that you have an idea for something that can help us clean up all of the trash that's in the world? Are you holding back because someone else didn't agree with your perception and you forgot that it's what you feel and, and know about yourself that matters? And then you can go seeking people who will hear you and do believe in it and do want to help. So if you're holding on to old beliefs, doubts, what people said about you, and you're still believing them, and you may be doing that because you want to protect yourself. And I just invite you to ask yourself that. Um, you'll know. You'll get this little lit up kind of excited energy that could feel like fear, but is mostly excitement when you ask yourself the question of, am I 
stagnating? Am I procrastinating? I saw the best card the other day. It said, I used to procrastinate, but then I went pro. I just <laughs> thought it was so funny. But if you're procrastinating, it you, one, don't have a plan because procrastinators don't plan. If you have a plan, you won't procrastinate. Um, and But are you putting off that greatness because it might require a little bit of courage? Something to look at. Um, are you being responsible for your own health? You, we all know what we need to do. Um, in order to be in our greatest bodies, meaning healthy wise, and to be in dynamic energy. And yet a lot of the times we don't allow that to happen um, because there's a, a fear of what other might, others might say. There's a fear of the hard work. There really is. Um, and that, I, it saddens me a little bit because anything that you've ever worked for feels great when you accomplish it, doesn't it? It feels great when you reached a new level. Um, and I, I am concerned about those who don't seek or push or strive to that next level. You don't have to be type A, go, 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 go. Um, but you, you do need to show up in your own life if you want it to be anything that's going to amount to joyful at the, you know, when it's your turn to croak. So the fear of moving forward is real. It's something to respect. It's something to honor. But there's also a joy in moving forward. So again, having waking up in gratitude that you woke up. And if you finish your contract and you didn't wake up, that would be okay too. But you're here and you get to think about what you would like to release. Now, maybe it is that you'd like to release some of your gravitational pull. So maybe there's some weight on your frame that you would like to transform. Because if you're like me... Um, <laughs> that device that measures our gravitational pull on this planet known as the scale, I think it's stuck. It's just stuck. And yet there's significant change over the last few years in my clothing. So it just cracks me up. But so maybe it's not the weight so much as the, <laughs> the um, ability of for what your body can do. And, you know, so going into this year, there's going to be a lot of people who talk about New Year's resolutions. Well, it can't just be a New Year's resolution. It has to be something that you have a, well, it doesn't have to be something. You, you need to know that it's an ongoing basis, that this is an instant mashed potatoes, that there, anything worth achieving has a little bit of effort to it. And I think that's built into the human condition and we've gotten lazy, quite frankly. So I have no fear of moving forward into the second segment. How about you? So let's take a break. And when I come back, we'll talk about how to release whatever it is you're holding on to and take those steps forward. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com slash booking. 
And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Thank you for coming back. We are going to talk about how to release whatever it is that you're holding on to and take those steps moving forward um, one at a time. Incremental movement is very important, significant even. And so the first step would be recognizing it, seeing, feeling, hearing, the it being whatever you're holding on to. What are you um, bumping up against? What is the challenge that's there for you? And what would happen if you took small steps to change what's not working for you? So if you're, most of the time, the thing that we are afraid to release shows up in our head over and over and over again, often as the voice of the critic. And often the thing that you say, I know I need to get to that. I need to address that. I need to have that conversation. They're usually prefaced by that. So, uh, you know, maybe it's that pile in the corner of the room that you've been saying you were going to get to, or the filing, um, or the conversation with the parent who still talks to you as if you are that five-year-old child and they're in charge of you, and yet you're both adults. So identifying it, taking the first small step is by looking at what's not working and then how would you like it to work. Of course, you can do tapping, EMDR, uh, belief-free patterning, um, mantra work. There's all, there are many different ways to help it move out of the neural pathway system. Um, what if you asked yourself if any of those fears, doubts, or beliefs were even real? Because again, a lot of the times it's a repetitive loop that's in the head and the stuff's not even real. It doesn't even pertain to today. It may pertain to decades ago when you were afraid, but it doesn't have to pertain to today. And many times what I see is when I work with someone and they and we talk about their fears and what they'd like to release. And I present it in a way that is inquisitive. That is that even true today? Like, is that something, do you really need to be afraid of the father who passed 15 years ago? 
You don't. It's not true. You're holding on to a fear that is not true any longer. Now let's look at what's true today. Did you develop an, a mistrust of people because of that relationship? That might be true. Let's look at that. But see, you have to look at the layers and, and what is no longer serving and yet is still controlling. And then you create a plan to address them. You hire a coach, you hire a therapist, uh, you go for a walk, have a conversation with yourself. You clean the chair off in the bedroom. Many things can move miraculously by doing that one chore that you've been putting off. It feels so good. And then the subconscious does not know if you just, you know, climbed Mount Everest or if you <laughs> climbed the Mount Everest of clothing that's in the corner of your room. Doesn't know, doesn't care, treats it all the same. So along those lines of deciding if the voice in your head that's speaking to you and that's, that's um, contributing to some of your challenges, is it the voice of your parents? Is it the voice of teachers, former partners, bosses? Um, they don't get to move into the next decade with you if that's the case. You have to decide to evict them. And you can say, no, thank you. You do not get to move forward with me. You do not get to decide how I feel about a situation, nor do you get to move into this next decade with me. Thank you. Stay here. <laughs> um, because in the releasing, the um, excitement about being independent must show up. Being independent of those fears, of those blocks, um, of the hesitations. And even looking at the excuses and blowing them up a little bit. So, and then decide what does this next decade look like for you? And we'll probably talk a little bit about this in the end of December as well. But I, I wanted to get a little bit of a jump start. Maybe get ahead of the goals that seem to be very materialistic and use the opportunity of shifting an energy that 2019 has been about that releasing, like I said in the beginning, and use some of this energy to get you, get your pump primed for moving forward. So decide what this next decade, one day at a time, you don't have to do the whole thing, is just decide that this is where you will allow who you truly are to show up. Um, and that can be done quietly. It does not need to be shouted from the rooftops, but decide who you want to be in this decade. Because if you look back 10 years ago, I was 40, um, raising kids, working multiple positions, um, juggling quite a bit that I wasn't thrilled with. And that it's okay. That's where I was. It's not what I want to bring into the next lifetime. Next lifetime. Wow. Don't want to bring it into the next lifetime either, but into the next decade. I want to bring choice and joy and fun and exploration. And oh my gosh, this scares me right down to the tip of my toes. So I'm going to do it. So that, what do you want to bring into this next decade? Write it up. Get your pen to paper. Take some action here. Don't just do the wish crafting. Take some action. Write up some goals, intentions, desires, the steps to take. 
people have that and create that within themselves, <laughs> them, 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 themselves, within themselves are the ones that you may be looking at saying, wow, they just go for it. A friend of mine just said this the other day. She's like, I admire you and I love you, Mo, for saying it. And, but you, and you just go for things. And I said to her, my knees are knocking when I'm going for things. I'm just as scared as the person who's going to ask that other person out or who's going on a job interview. But I don't let that be in charge. I let that fuel where I'm going and I ask it. I ask myself, what are you afraid of? What? Tell me the worst case scenario because then I'll deal with that and anything else is pure gravy. I don't really like gravy, but it's pure gravy. So be honest about what you would like your life to look like and getting that picture, like we've been talking about the law of attraction, right? And creating that vision board and moving forward in thankfulness and gratitude. So get honest about what you would like your life to look like and put all the bells and whistles in there and the glitter and the the pom-poms, however you want to decorate, put them in there. If you don't let go of what you've been allowing to hold you back, you do not get to whine that good things aren't moving in. You don't get to complain. You have to make space for the joy, the success, the love, the receiving to show up. And this is the part of being human that can be challenging, but it's also the part that can bring so much joy. And that's when you apply what you know, what you don't know yet, what you're learning, and then you get to feel so proud of yourself. Pride is not a bad thing. When you're putting other people down in order to make yourself feel good, that's not pride. That's ego. That's rude. Having pride in yourself is what allows us to go for things. It is what allows us to take that contract that we're like, how am I going to fill this? Uh, That allows us to ask that person out or to have the courageous conversations with those in your life where the behaviors need to change. So if you don't let what's been bugging you go, there will not be room for all the things that you're wishing for to show up. It's like cleaning out a dresser drawer. You need to, well, let's do that for the new year too. Donate it. Um, The clean out some dresser drawers, make some room in your life for the amazing stuff to come in. The, The energy of 2020 is very shiny. It's new. It's not because it's a new year. It's, there's an energy pattern of every year. And I just feel like it's a complete year of opportunity. And I want everybody to be grasping that for whatever it means to you, whatever's joyful to you. So um, you don't have to do a hard sell, be type A, and go, go, go. You do, you do have to show, show, show up in your life. Um, and that is the beauty of still being around and being able to see another year come in. And 
I know this is a calendar thing. I truly believe that people can shift and do all of this, you know, May 16th of (laughs) any given year. It doesn't take the first of the year to do it, but I also recognize that people like rituals and certain dates and everything. So I would be remiss if I left this out of the podcasting land of how do we help you embrace your wiring so you truly like who you are and you bring that out into the world so we can see how glorious you are from the time you were a little blink of light to who you are today. And we don't need to get fat heads about these things. I think we can be completely appreciative of ourselves without having a gigantic misfed ego. The ego is the human part of you that is here to experience. So we have to keep it. And I feel like we need to love it. And part of releasing is the aspects of the ego that are no longer supporting you. So make a commitment to yourself that you're going to ask that, you know, part of the reason for these podcasts is the coaching on the go, right? So give yourself that um, gift in this holiday season to commit to the fact that you will look at what you'd like to go. And then if you want to, you can write all of the stuff up that you would like to release and write it down and then take it outside your home and burn it because it's a good way to dissipate that um, universally, energetically. So if you require help in releasing, you can go to vickybaird.com and it would be my pleasure to work with you and to maybe see what's underneath that's causing some challenges in letting go uh, and also create that um, unique plan for you and what you would like to have in your life for coming into this new year. So thank you so much for being a part of my day and for your feedback and your reviews. And don't forget to check me out on at Coach Vicki Baird on all the social media platforms. And let me know what subjects you would like to hear in upcoming podcasts. Thank you ever so much. I am grateful for you. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.